1: Take our hand and stroll down Memory Lane with us as we remember the
0: way they were. Hi, Chantal. Hi, Grania. How are we? I've got some very exciting news for you. I'm excited. Okay, what's the exciting news? Any more emails from our listeners? We
1: got a reader's <gasps> email. We got a reader's <gasps> email. It's from Ellen McGuire. So I. I'm assuming we're somehow related. And she's a proper Maguire. She's an MAG, not an MC. The MAGs oh, right, okay. don't like the MC. But you don't know immediately who she is. Well, I just assume we're somehow related. I mean, okay. I'm related to Toby Maguire, I'm related to Jerry Maguire. Oh, right, okay. right.
0: I think I, okay. I, understand what these, I understand what you mean when you say, I think we're related. Okay, now we're on the same page. This is a complete stranger. Go on.
1: <laughs> but what I will say is, and this is uh, other Maguires who are listening, you'll be able to feel my pain. I was so relieved when we had Jerry Maguire played by, you know, handsome Tom Cruise. Because so long as whenever there was a TV program and they wanted a character to be rough, a terrorist, a gangster... Surname always Maguire. Really?
0: Always. So Tom Cruise getting in there. And for a while, Tobey Maguire was kind of like, he was being pushed as like, I'm not sure how successful the campaign was to make Tobey Maguire a sex symbol, but I think people fancied him. Yeah. There there's about a He's year a in the mid-90s when I, when I was kind of a to- Tobey Maguire for about a year. Boy, once Spider-Man came out, I was over it. But was, when he was still doing the indie movies, like the Ice Storm and stuff like that, I was into Tobey yeah. Maguire. So he, he helped you out. Between him and Jerry, and now you... At the
1: family reunions, I always told Toby how proud we were of him. Oh, I'm and glad, we were I'm really glad well. I got the message. So back to Ellen Maguire. So, Ellen Maguire has been in touch, and thank you so much, Ellen, for reaching out. And she's got a fan request. This is a good couple. This is a really good couple. Oh, okay. So, she wants us to discuss Patsy Kensett and Liam Gallagher. <sighs> God, you know what? I totally forgot about
0: them. That was a yeah. moment. That cover oh. of them with them lying down with the union jack with the union flag on them. They were yeah. they were the couple. I mean, we've done Damon and Justine, so it seems only fair mm. we do the other major couple of the indie music scene, which it definitely was Liam and Patsy wow oh, i'd balance. love to do pets and she's such an interesting because wasn't she with the guy from simple minds as well before liam so she has such yeah. an interesting background and then him since dating one of the all saints girls for age which is iconic as well <gasps> love to do it. i would love to do that yes big thank you ellen great choice
1: I would love to, but I will probably have to take a week off work to research that, <laughs> because again, it will be another War of the Roses episode. Better. Well, there that wouldn't be th- Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot
0: there. They did a lot of interviews and there's a lot of like, you're going to have to get to a lot of back issues of Q magazine, <laughs> things like oh that. Enemies for like 95, Glastonbury backstage reports. But then you you have her and with Noel's, what was Noel? Meg? so you had Patsy it was at Me- Meg Matthews. Mag- Matthews Meg and Patsy hanging around together and all their house parties with all that Sadie Frost and that whole scene of all of them
1: hanging out in oh. Kate Moss and everything it was cool what a time it was cool Britannia did you have a nice weekend what this week do you want to break up with what do you want to get together with oh my god um,
0: the only thing I want to stay together with is the heat wave we are having here in the British Isles at the moment which I know we have to all complain about it complain about it all being too hot I'm not doing that So I am enjoying the hell out of this lovely, lovely, lovely summer heat. And my sister-in-law, Emily, is in town, randomly in town on a work trip. I haven't seen her in like two years. Well, since like since 2020 and before all the madness happened. And I'm so excited she's here and I'm seeing her tonight after this, after we record this. And by the time this comes out, she'll be back in America and hopefully listening to this. Hi, Emily. It was great seeing you. I love you. That's why I want to stay Aww. with her and the weather. And I want to break up with people that complain about the weather and that don't like their sisters-in-law.
1: <laughs> what about you, so Look, I, I only have brothers-in-law, but I do like my brothers that's That's, good. that's exciting. Do. Um, what, what do I want to break up with? I don't know. And Maybe it's just a good it's week. Amazing. You know what? It's just a lovely week. It's just week. a lovely the week. Sun is, the sun is out. I've got a
0: slight tan. In this country, when the sun's out, obviously, everyone just gets in a good mood. Like, no one... It's just you can't be in a bad mood in this in this weather and not in this country. When you're in England and it's sunny, everyone's is happy. The sun, nature's
1: filter. That's right. That's right. It really is. Uh, speaking of gift from the gods, gift from the who gods. Who have we got indeed. this week?
0: Well, and actually, ironically, speaking of Jerry Maguire, your favorite Tom Cruise, mm. obviously being the guest this week, chosen for by the lovely, lovely guest we have on. I'm very excited to have him on. He's a actor, a comedian. He's of course part of the amazing comedy duo Bourgeois and Maurice. We love him. We stand. He's a legend, in the making. We're very lucky to speak to him. Please welcome George Hayworth. The, the way,
1: way they, they were. were. Hi, George.
0: Hi,
2: Grania. How are you? <laughs>
1: we're really good. We're so excited to have you on the pod.
0: Hi George, we're very excited to have you here.
2: Hi Chantal, I'm so excited. Good
0: celebrity,
1: here we go. Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: so before we dive into your incredible couple, we're quite romantic podcast, Do you, would you consider yourself a romantic? Hmm,
2: yeah, I think I probably am quite romantic because I think I really like, I love the kind of theatre of romance, like I kind of like, I like all of that. Big, over the top I, I, I think that's where I kind of fall into the romance camp if it if it doesn't have like a giant bow on it and like a you know like I always used to fantasize as a teenager because they didn't exist in the UK but you know like in American movies when people would give each other chocolate boxes shaped like hearts
0: oh I, yes
2: like you never actually saw them anywhere but I used to like try and make them at home <laughs> Like so it's just, oh. just like, I just, they're just so camp and theatrical. And yeah. I love that.
1: Do you see those at all nowadays? I'm sure I've... Well, so Marks and Spencer, because I had the exact same dream. All I wanted was my boyfriend to arrive at one of my shows backstage with a big heart-shaped box of chocolates. Uh-huh. And for him to say, can I take you for drinks, Miss McGuire? <laughs> <laughs> I sure am a fan. That's all I ever wanted. And he got me a box of chocolates. I've Valentine's you can get them from Rox and Spencer. They charge it, but it's not, it's not like the velvish fantasy yeah what the v- have you ever
0: yeah. did you ever get your fantasy George did you did, did, did... no
2: I, I never got. I never got it
0: still I never got does it your... but you
2: know I feel like I feel like like with Instagram now surely like everyone wants this like it's such a good visual fantasy right? like somebody if if no one's making them I'm gonna start properly making them
0: seriously does your husband know that you, this is a dream we've had that's yet to be fulfilled
2: well that's why I'm doing this podcast <laughs> I can send it to <laughs> just, him after just
0: let Tim know <laughs> you've been really <laughs> fucking me over here for like, like 10 years almost come well,
2: on fuck it's my box of chocolate
0: it Honestly. Oh my god, that's shocking! If I know, well, if I, I'll try, I'm gonna get Tim on the case. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get George's okay.
2: goddamn
1: box of heart-shaped chocolates.
2: Thanks. You're
1: and welcome. so, what's the most romantic gesture that you've ever done or been the recipient of?
2: Hmm. God, do you know what? Like I say that I'm romantic and then suddenly I'm like racking my brains to think of a single <laughs> romantic thing I've ever done for someone else. It's almost as if I'm completely selfish and I just want romantic gestures to come back to me. Like I have like Tim, I think when I started dating my current husband, like this had never happened with anyone I'd ever dated. Like cause you, when you do drag, like you terrify the fuck out of like anyone that dates you so they run a million miles so when they're like oh come to my show they're like no thanks and my first show I did Tim actually sent a giant bunch of flowers to the thing and it was like the sweetest thing I have oh, ever seen that's it was so romantic it was really classy and also really good because Liv who I performed with was like, like really jealous they, and it's really good were they like when you're in a double act it's good to yeah 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 like came oh, back so like, she saw George them. something's arrived she saw them they were in the dressing room I had my name on and it's always good when you're in a double act to like just try and like like create friction in that way yeah. just yeah. like make the other one really jealous yeah
0: let her know who's actually successful here and who's was just yeah whose yeah. who's, yeah, who's coattails who else is writing oh, on
2: exactly they must be from my lover yeah yeah
0: i was i wonder actually or oh, even better i wonder who these could be from there's so many options <laughs> who knows
1: oh ti- oh tim yes yes that one of course <laughs> Well, so you picked an incredible couple, an absolutely incredible couple. As usual, Chantel doesn't know, but I've got a few clues, a few breadcrumbs okay. to find, hopefully you'll find the way through the forest to this incredible couple. So first of all, this couple got together in the year of 2005. Were we ever that young? 2005. Oh, Picture okay. the scene. It's the year of Hurricane Katrina. John Paul II dies, and Prince Charles and Camilla Barker Bowles finally made it official. But something else was going on that year. It was a year where we uh-huh. didn't want to wait for our lives to be over, because this good man had us at hello. Okay,
0: okay. Oh, God, Okay. We didn't wait for okay. Had me at hello. Wait, okay. Is so Do we finally have a Tom Cruise?
1: I think we can confirm Tom Cruise. Okay, is the guy. Okay,
0: so, okay. We've been talking about Tom Cruise. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Is it Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes? It is. Yeah. Oh, thank you, George. Oh my god. Thank you. I was just literally this weekend saying we haven't even had Tom Cruise. We haven't had him in Nicole. We haven't had him in Penelope. We haven't had him in Katie. I've been so excited. Oh,
1: thank you. So before we do, before we do a deep dive, I know what we're all thinking. We're all thinking. Yeah, Gronja. What about the star signs? Don't worry. Got to cover it. Tom Cruise, born on the 3rd of July, 1962. He's a Cancer. Katie Holmes, born on the 18th eighteenth of December, Sagittarius. So according to the stars above, what do you think their percentage of compatibility do the planets give them? George, what do you think?
2: Oh, I'm going to go 56%.
1: 56%. Okay, not too
0: bad. I am going to... I, oh God, this is so meaningless. So it <laughs> <this> literally doesn't <laughs> exist. I'm going to say uh, 14%. I'm going to say it's low. 14%. Okay, oh, I'm going
1: Okay, okay. Well, I can tell you, according to the literal heavens, <laughs> cancer, Tom, is a sign that exalts and will probably make their partner feel special. On the other hand, Sagittarius, Katie, will make things light and fun. The only way their relationship can succeed if Cancer, Tom, will let go of their preconceptions and allow some change and fun to enter their strict sex zone. Yeah, I
0: don't see Tom doing that. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I think that's what the the rumours were that he never let that
0: happen. (laughs) I think so. I think we know what happened here. So what, what, what percentage did they
1: have? So sadly, they only had 40% Oh. Combat-
0: okay. uh, low, but not, not, our, not our lowest, but low still, low.
1: Okay, so let's find, before we do a deep dive, I'll go with Katie because there's less to power through. So Katie, like I said, was born in 1978. She came from Ohio. She seems to have quite like a very like all American... Upbringing. She's the youngest of five kids. Her parent, her dad was this top level divorce lawyer. Foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was re- <laughs> make a note. So little Katie Holmes. She's in Ohio. She's a really good at school. She her father wants to be a doctor. Did you know while she was still at secondary school or high school? She was offered the lead in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Really? Whoa. According to her Wikipedia, she was offered the lead in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but turned it down because she wanted to finish high school. That's it.
2: Oh, she's smart. That's a different yeah. show
1: with Katie Holmes on it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, there's sort of early signs that maybe, I don't know if she can be a bit naive, but she seems a little bit guileless, put it this way, because did you also know that she turned down... The audition for Dawson's Creek because she was in a school play at the time and didn't want to let her fellow cast members down.
0: Oh, Katie! <laughs> oh, Katie. That's just a bad manager. <laughs> she didn't have the right publicist.
2: <laughs> it might have been a really good school play. I
0: mean,
1: who right Who was she playing so yeah she could have been
2: maria in west side story yeah exactly something. i wouldn't give up that
1: so this is a quote she said i was doing my school play damn yankees oh never mind
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that was a really bad idea
1: and i was playing lola i even got to wear the feather boa i thought there's no way i'm not playing lola to go audition for some network i couldn't let my school down we had already sold a lot of tickets so i told kevin and the wb i'm sorry i just can't meet with you this week i've got other commitments
0: she was doing that thing i used to do that you know when um you don't see in movies that someone would get offered a job and it would mean letting down the job that they're at and they, they wouldn't do that. And the new job is like, oh, we like the cut of your jib. You know, you don't let people down. We're going to give you a better job. So maybe she thought that it was actually all a test by the WB to make sure that she wouldn't screw them over
1: or something. Because in case, everybody smart. knows Hollywood takes responsibility very seriously. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Always rewarded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the entertainment industry rewards loyalty. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently the, the you know, the people making casting, Dawson's Creek were like, What? And they just couldn't believe she was turning down the audition. So they allowed her to audition via videotape. And apparently this videotape was so incredible, she's basically offered the part of Joey Potter there on the spot. Wow.
0: I'm
2: so impressed that she had a video recorder and like when was that like ninety? Ninety five? I mean, yeah.
1: Her amazing. dad's a lawyer. She's yeah, her dad's well.
0: a
2: lawyer. She was Yeah, bitch. that's true. Yeah yeah yeah, running, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And George, were you a Dawson's Creek fan?
2: I loved Dawson's Creek. Same. Yeah, I was super into it. Yeah. Jen was really my favorite, like, mm. and I still have such a Michelle Williams, like, mega crush. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, Joey was, like, obviously incredible as well. And I still regularly... If I'm ever like near water and there's a like a little bit of like a what do they call them? Those bits of like wood that stick out like a jetty, <laughs> a dock, <laughs> like a dock. <laughs> Those things.
1: You're hanging I'm, around a dock.
2: If I'm hanging around a dock, like oh my god, it's just like the Dawson's Creek dream just comes flooding. You back. see a
0: little a little boat go by with one paddle, and you just think, oh, Aww. somewhere, somewhere across this creek, there's <laughs> <waiting, laughs> There's someone's waiting for me. This clean-cut American boy. <laughs>
2: Oh my god! Oh yeah, Jen's brother—he was queer, wasn't he? Yes, was he
0: was. Yeah, he came yeah, out as great.
2: Gay. Dream cake.
0: And if I rec- and he was funny. You should say that because he was often. Um, he looked a bit, a bit like a young Tom Cruise himself, actually. Wow. Well, there we go. Smith, so. yeah. George, There's were no Pacey, you but...
1: a Pacey or a Dawson person?
2: I, mean, I, I was Pacey. Is
1: there a question? Mm, Everyone's yeah. Pacey. No, yeah. it was Dawson. <laughs> no. Suspect so to end this podcast very quickly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I can't tell us anything. It's like the O.C. one comes we did as mind. well. Like you were
0: everyone, like, oh, were you, a, were you a Seth Cohen or were you what's his name? I was like, no one was Ryan. You were Seth Cohen. And yeah, Pacey
1: walked so Seth Cohen could run. Well, so Katie, she was a Pacey gal herself because mm-hmm. she, Joshua Jackson was her first proper boyfriend. She said she was, he was I her first that love she should never have let him go because he's grown
0: into a fine specimen oh it's...
2: has he i haven't looked at him recently oh, i need George, to do a google he
0: looks Treat great yourself. also he just is great he's a great guy he's just never fucked
1: up basically joshua was her first love then she started dating and became engaged to just like somebody's just so naughty you just you sort of see a picture of him you smell ck warden uh-huh Chris Klein. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Klein. So they start going out in 2000. They become engaged in 2003. But okay. their, their relationship ends. And let's leave Katie there. And let's go back in time and meet the Romeo of this story. Tom Cruise uh, was born in Syracuse, New York, to an electrical engineer, dad, and uh, his mother, who was a teacher. Now, apparently his dad was like not a nice guy, he's quite violent, quite alcoholic, so him, uh, so his parents split when he was young, and um, he describes his dad as a merchant of chaos, a bully and a coward. So not good times. And now again, this could be a signal of things to come, so he, he escapes this chaotic background by getting very into religion, so he's quite like super Catholic when he was younger, he even attends for a short while a seminary. Oh, saying he, he wants really to be a Franciscan priest, wow. he's nothing if not extreme. Uh, but then he becomes—he ex, uh, gets expelled for drinking. He attends fifteen schools in fourteen years his senior year of high school he got kicked off the football team where he was the linebacker because he was caught drinking beer
0: wait 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 so, wait, wait wait!
1: pause back up you're trying
0: to make me believe that tom cruise who's like five foot three was a linebacker <laughs> i'm he was sorry a man, he i call bullshit himself. on <laughs> he didn't get kicked off for beer he got kicked off for being short all right <laughs> he's made up the drinking bit i don't mind that for a
1: second So how did he How did he bounce back from being kicked off the high school football team for being little? Go on. I'll tell you how he bounced back by getting the starring lead in the school's production of Guys and Dolls. Of course.
2: Oh, Tom! Well
1: done. That's better than the damn Yankees, by the way.
0: For anyone wondering.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Guys and Dolls is one not to not to go
0: and watch. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm getting very, like, Zac Efron from High School Musical. Yeah, you know, that vibe, He's a vibe, sports yeah. star. He's also sings and dances. So, that um, it's starring in the musical makes a big impact on him. He moves to New York, and then he moves to L.A. to pursue an acting career. And basically, he's, like, pretty successful very quickly. And as well as being successful in the film industry, he is successful with the ladies. So at the start of his career he's linked mainly to older women. So he had relationships with Melissa Gilbert, Rebecca De Mornay, Patty Scialfa, who now is married to Bruce Springsteen. That's right. And a fan of the pod and a friend of the pod, sure. Oh
0: yeah, of oh, course, sure, yeah. yeah.
1: So his first marriage is to Mimi Rogers. Mm-hmm. She's six years older than him. They get married in 87. Now, Mimi Rogers doesn't just bring love into his life. She also brings a little institution called Scientology. Because she is from like Scientology royalty. Her dad was friends with L. Ron Hubbard. She was the one who introduced Christy. I suppose I said Christy Alsop, Christy Ali to Scientology. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I'd love Kirstie, Kirstie Elson Elson. to be a Scientologist. That would be yes.
1: wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So from going out with Mimi Rogers, he's now becoming more involved in Scientology and he becomes very good friends with a little scamp I don't know if you've heard called Dave Miscavige. And mm. Mimi Rogers blames the splish, her and Tom Cruise's the, the end of their marriage on David Miscavige kind of thinking, you could do better Tom, like you know you're now right. super famous, and Mimi Rogers is kind of not as famous as you. You could probably do better. Well, maybe okay. maybe right. he could do better because on the set of his next film, Days of Thunder, here she comes. She's <laughs> just imagine her beautiful curls of urban hair just on the horizon. Who yeah. is it? Who is it? We see the face. The face is oh. moving. Did we hear the oh, and Then it was. <laughs> it's Nicole Kidman.
0: It's Nicole oh. Kidman. Back then, there was still some movement in the face. Give her something. Yeah. She had some
1: movement back then still. I <laughs> haven't completely frozen yet. They got married in 1990. They adopted two children. They were together, like, obviously, golden couple of Hollywood. Uh, but then they got divorced in 2001. And it was very sudden. So apparently, Nicole had no idea this was happening. She, you know, she, she didn't think there was any reason that, you know, the marriage was going to split up. But Tom very much hinted that the split was Nicole's fault, saying in interviews, if people wanted to know why they'd split up, he said, and I quote, ask Nicole, she knows. Oh, well done. Well done, Tom. I mean, that's how you answer the question. (laughs) Deflect, deflect, deflect. So it seems like a very, like tumultuous relationship and you know he seemed very sad after the split he was linked briefly to Penelope Cruz who he worked with in Vanilla Sky Mm -hmm. they had a three-year relationship but apparently it couldn't get beyond anything worse you know couldn't really become serious because Scientology is a very important part of Tom Cruise's life and Penelope Cruz she was sort of dabbled in it but never wanted to fully commit so that meant that He needed to find a more willing participant. Somebody who shared more of his hobbies and interests. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, a lot of this what I'll be reading is what was reported in Vanity Fair. So, obviously, Tom Cruise denies this and people in Scientology denies this is what happened. So, take this. This is just what we read in Vanity Fair. So, put this in as many inverted commas as you like. So, apparently, after the split with Cruise, Cruz, Tom Cruise was very sad, and he kept saying to people, but I'm Tom Cruise. Why can't I get a girlfriend? I'm Tom Cruise. And, apparently, David Miscavige, you know, his friendship with Tom was very important, and he didn't like seeing his friend sad. So... Apparently, they started basically an auditioning process mm. where, you know, if you're Tom Cruise, you can't go on Tinder or Bumble to, to find your next girlfriend. It's sort of a more specific group of people that you're looking for. Mm. So they sent the word out that they were auditioning for leads in his next film. And then just as part of the audition process, they were like, yeah, speaking of which, what do you think of Tom Cruise? What do you
0: think? I see. And they just happened to find Katie which wasn't in a school play. Well, that no, no, she's not
1: back. there yet. She's not there yet. <laughs> oh, she, so, so she had a school play. So she had a school play. <laughs> play yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, <laughs> was
2: she, she said, I'm not going to come to that audition. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so apparently Shelley, Dave, Max, Max, Max Niscavage's wife, was part of this top secret project and the idea was to call in actresses and then ask some questions like, what do you think of Tom Cruise? Right. So one of the people auditioned was a Scientology um, stalwart. She'd been in the religion her whole life. Nazaneem Baniadi. I'm pronouncing her name wrong. I'm Irish. <laughs> so uh, she was told, you know, this is the top. This is all, again, according to Vanity Fair, uh the Scientology deny this she was told uh, that they were auditioning her for a highly important ambassadorial role in Scientology she's given a whole new wardrobe and she's flown from California to New York and before that she was asked what's your idea of the perfect first date and she said sushi and ice skating uh, that's really odd <laughs> that's a really weird blend <laughs>
0: Sushi she likes skating. to be cold.
1: Okay. <laughs> and she she arrives in New York. She goes up to the meeting room. Who's there? Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. With sushi and some skates. <laughs> basically with like ice skates over his shoulder with a tray of sushi. Chopsticks in
0: hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and thus begins a courtship with Tom Cruise. Oh my so God. he was just like, you know, he's a very charming man. You know, there's, you know, so actors are all about charisma. So, um... They were kind of like dating, but there is a sort of a twist to if you were dating allegedly Tom Cruise this part of his life. Was that if you did anything that annoyed him, he would feed it back to the other people in Scientology and then they would feed that information back to you. So now, why wouldn't you just walk away at
2: that point? I just think
1: if I think if you're somebody who was lasted that long in a religion as rigorous as Scientology, maybe you're just like, okay let's can I ask a question at this point according to this alleged
0: experience at this point was she still thinking this was all a, a, um audition to be an ambassador for the religion or had she <laughs> finally realized I was just here to get Tom Cruise a girlfriend
1: she was like I'm in love with Tom Cruise oh so she totally love for bombed okay. by
0: Tom Cruise I mean I bet it I bet it's hard to resist I bet he demonstrates yeah, <laughs> so he oh, demonstrates yeah. well. Yeah,
2: I bet he can get a heart-shaped chocolate box. At oh, the yes, I think
0: I bet, I bet he she makes, had a lot. I, I bet he makes
1: Kanye West look subtle.
0: I think
1: he's <laughs> <laughs> so. Cruz found fault with anything she said or did, according to the source. He immediately reported it to a member of staff, and then she would be audited about it. So it all came to a head one afternoon when they were all. Sn- um, on snowmobiles, so Tom, very outdoorsy person, they're all chilling on snowmobiles. Nazanine was feeling sick from her period and from the altitude. She fell off her vehicle and was badly bruised, but according to the source, she was in excruciating pain. But Scientologists do not believe in medicating in such that's circumstances. Right, that you got to think your way through it. You got to think your way through it. So she asked to go back to the house. She burst into tears. She she was lying down to rest when she told she had to go downstairs and help entertain the Miscavages. The Miscavages (laughs) are called over. So David Miscavage was speaking very rapidly and she had trouble following his American English. So apparently she had to ask several times, excuse me. Oh my God. And in Scientology, there's a real belief that the further you are in the process, the more like clearer you are communicating because it's all about like communicating and intention and, you know, getting your idea to land. So for her to say, "Uh, oh, sorry, could you repeat that again? is like incredibly insulting to the head of Scientology based on communication. So Tom is like. Oh my mortified God!
2: God. Wow. Oh yeah, it's very—it's giving me like a very um Charles and Diana. Uh, I that's that, that so funny like, you Buckingham say Park.
0: that. I was thinking this does sound like a girl being indoctrinated into like aristocracy or royalty. This is yeah. kind of like your problems are secondary to the appearance where you must give of happiness, basically. So I don't care how sick. It's basically, you like feel. telling
2: the queen she's not enunciated.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I don't care if you sit, sick. Come down here and entertain. That's what that's what your job <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So how do you think they split up? How do you think they split up?
2: I think she sent a message to somebody who knew someone else, who knew someone else who could eventually get it round to Tom's lackeys, who would tell Tom via David Miscavige.
1: (laughs) Basically, the people who work for Tom just moved her stuff. Out of his apartment.
2: Oh my god, that is harsh. <laughs> That's that great. is so harsh.
1: <laughs> this is wild. Her parting glimpse of Cruz was seeing seeing him working out in his home gym as she left the house, and then when she asked why Tom would not break up with her himself, she was told he was not to be disturbed.
0: Oh, and I bet you that wow. last shot of him, like, in her mind of him working out was him, like, I bet he has a home gym and one a huge wall is a mirror. And it was him just, like, intensely looking at himself in the mirror, pumping iron, you know, very, like, American psycho vibes or, like, mm. or, like an American beauty, you know what I mean? Just, like, staring at himself working out. and That's the last image she will ever have of him, <laughs> <Is>
1: that... <laughs> Oh, my God. So he's officially on the market. <laughs> so it's 2005. He's on the market. He is unlucky in love. But will he ever find anybody to replace the hole in his heart left by Nikki? Wait, it is well,
0: 2005. So it's the year he meets Katie. It all happens like that quickly.
1: Yeah, he's single. He's ready to mingle. Oh he's looking to meet the new Mrs. Cruz. Okay. And he's like, why can't I get a girlfriend? I'm Tom Cruise. Why can't I get a girlfriend? <laughs> so he's just, you know just thinking is if only somebody could send me a sign and luckily the universe was listening because around the same period katie holmes gave an interview where she admitted that when she was younger who was her dream husband it it was tom
0: cruise i remember that interview i remember reading that
1: interview yeah it was tom cruise so a few months after this interview cruise's manager asked to meet her ostensibly to talk about a role in mission impossible She'd only broken up with the actor Chris Klein a month beforehand. She flew to L.A., she met Tom Cruise, and she said, in her own words, so I'll be playing the part of Katie, uh, I knew in an instant that we were going to be together, that we were going to get married. So it was love at first sight. Can I just say, by the way, am I the
0: only one that, at the time I took it at face value, but the more I think about it, did you know anyone, me and Katie Holmes are almost exactly the same age. I don't know if I knew anyone in like the 90s whose dream guy was Tom Cruise. No. That wasn't a thing for us, was it? Like maybe teenagers in the 80s, maybe, but he was never like a pinup, you know? This wasn't like Brad Pitt or something.
2: Yeah, I, I, he was. there was always a kind of a veneer of... Kind of something weird,
0: yeah. I always liked him as an actor, 90s. and I think we all liked him. Yeah, movies yeah, yeah. And I thought he was great, and I got that he was objectively a good looking dude. But I don't know any girls who were like, it wasn't like George Clooney or Ryan Gosling or Brad Pitt, or women were like, oh, yeah, Tom Cruise, like he was never that. So there's something weird about her saying that. <laughs> I, I don't know, something happened there. She was told
2: maybe when she said, I just knew, I knew at that moment we would get married, it's just because at that moment. A contract was just put in front of her. And, like, that's the bit she. That's the bit she didn't talk about. <laughs> I knew at that moment because they told me. <laughs> maybe, 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 probably not. Maybe. Probably not.
1: So, George, what was so? How how did you find out first by Tom and Katie? Like, what was going? Did you think they were interesting together as a couple, or what was going on?
2: Yeah, I mean, so I don't think I was really aware of it until the Oprah interview, which was just so weird. That was the bit that for me, I was not super interested in celebrity relationships until that. And then I was just like, this is demented. He, The way he goes backstage and like, and, 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 and you, you kind of think, oh, she's just going to be waiting in the wings and she's not waiting in the yeah. wings. So he has to keep going. And the camera follows and it's like going through green rooms and green rooms. And then eventually he gets her and like brings her out with her hands behind her back and puts her onto the stage and she hugs. And it's, I was just like, this is, so odd that I'm now obsessed with this relationship it's like everyone talks about the
0: jumping on the couch bit but it's actually you're totally right the weirdest bit that's not actually that big of a deal it's the going backstage and how long it took to find her, and that she was clearly. <laughs> yeah. And I remember she's wearing like boot cut jeans and like a crappy top. Like she clearly is not wearing clothes to be on film. Like she was like, "Oh, I didn't know I was going to do this," and she looks like Joey Potter still. And it's just it just looks, it's just weird. It's just really weird. And if you're listening, you cannot find it's
1: impossible to
0: get hold of that clip. By the way,
1: so let's do let's like break down because they have just meshed. So now okay. begins the courtship. Tom Cruise's courtship. Of Katie Holmes and what I love about this is genuinely reading the courtship it reminds me of like fan fiction I would write about my dream boyfriend when I was about maybe 13 <laughs> like it's really like what you at 13 think is the most romantic thing oh world. my so god this is, he did. this is what he did so on his first date with Katie he took her on a high-speed motorcycle ride to Santa Monica <laughs> okay <laughs> Then he wooed her with limousines filled with chocolates and flowers. I mean, George is in.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You got me, Tom.
1: Then he flew her on his 1944 Tuskegee Airman P-51 Warbird, which he painted with the name Kiss Me Kate.
0: Okay, the the plane, the the Tuskegee Warp, I'm in. All right, sorry, but I'm in. the uh, The motorcycle ride, yeah, we're not in Top Gun anymore, Tom. And the limousine ride, I'm not 15. A limousine isn't that impressive, but the
1: bird, the actual plane, I'm in. I'm in. Then he flew her to Rome where he had the bed in their 3500 hotel oh, room. Not Rose, petals. Room, not rose. Petals. With rose petals.
0: No, no. No. Rose petals. No. You lost me again. Tom, I'm out. Not the Has anyone have either of you? Anyone does anyone like that? Does anyone want? No. No. It's just a visual in movies and TV shows, but in real life has anyone ever actually done it or enjoyed it?
2: no because like what then, happens, what to then them? happens you like toss them on the floor and then you have sex on the bed and then you get off the bed and then you tread them into the floor yeah and then... and then you're like oh i've got them on like my bare skin and no and then
0: the poor like or like you just put them on the floor and the poor cleaner has to come clean them up and you're like oh i'm really sorry about that we thought i'd be romantic
2: yeah but... or yeah. like
0: you try and like get busy on them and you're all covered in sticky rose petals it's just mm. i like, don't you're like, oh my god, I've got a rash. I've got a rash. You're oh right. my god, I'm it's allergic. I'm allergic. Yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. No, I didn't. Uh, didn't bring a, an antihistamine with me. I, this is. <laughs> I I'm
1: mean, so no, sorry. I've
2: got to go home.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so barely a month into this courtship, barely a month, he makes his infamous appearance on Oprah, where he jumped on it was the, only, the sofa. Only a, it was month. a month. A month. Bloody hell. And you know what I have to say? If you watch that episode, which I have seen, you know who's a real little shitster, Oprah Winfrey. Oh, she yeah. is shit stirring. She, yeah.
0: she's egging them on. She's she like oh my god, that crowd into Tom. a frenzy. As well. Oh,
2: she's like KT. Yeah, KT. <laughs> yeah. K-T.
0: It's
2: like mob. <laughs> she, it's a full mob.
0: She really is. I totally agree. This is all from like memory because, like I said, you cannot fucking get it anymore. But. I remember that she's just kind of going. Go on, do it. Go
1: on, go on. He, she's, like, he's like a hyper kid on sweets. Yeah, and she's like, because she was saying, "Oh, and I saw you at my party, and you've got this girlfriend, and I've never seen you. Usually, so private, but there's something that seems different about you when you're with her." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." But <laughs> well, you know why I think Oprah's doing that?
0: Because famously, Tom had just dropped his publicist. What's her name? The fam- uh Pat Pat, King- Pat Kingsley, I think. I'm pretty sure I'm positive. And yeah, that was her, that was his longtime publicist. And he was, she's like this Hollywood legend publicist. And then he dropped her. That's what his quote unquote sort of this era of Tom Cruise that changed the public's perception of him. I'm trying to word this very carefully, <laughs> it sort of started happening. <laughs> and I get the feeling that was probably the first time he'd appeared on Oprah's show where she hadn't been told by the publicist, you can't ask X, Y's, you know what I mean? You can't ask anything. So probably the first time that she felt sort of free reign to kind of go for it. And so she's like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to make up for all the years where I couldn't ask him about Nicole or anything. I was doing it. And he was up for it. He <laughs> was totally cool to go along with
1: it. Well also around this time Katie Holmes is doing a lot of publicity because she's in her big breakout role Batman Begins. Oh yeah. So this was supposed to it was like her big it's a big blockbuster role it's an you know adult role she's left Dawson's Creek behind so this was supposed to be her big transition into being a big Hollywood movie star Mm. to go from ingenue to leading romantic lady. The only problem is, in all the interviews from this period, when all the interviews were trying to talk to her about being in Batman Begins, the only thing Katie will talk about is her new boyfriend, Tom Cruise.
2: These two...
1: So what was starting to happen is there was a lady, I'm going to get her name, called Jessica Rodriguez, who worked for the Scientologist, who suddenly started working for Katie Holmes and kind of was helping her negotiate this time in her life. So here's some quotes from a big, big interview she had with W Magazine. During this period, Katie fires her manager, her agent, and her publicist. So she's in this interview promoting Batman Begins. Oh, God. So she's been dating Tom for six weeks. And she says, and I quote, I found the man of my dreams. From the moment I met him, it's just like I'd known him forever. I was blown away. He's the most incredible man. He's so generous and kind, and he helps so many people. And he makes me laugh like I've never (laughs) laughed. And he's a great friend. I mean, we've all been there.
0: We've all been there. We've all said it six weeks in. I'm sure when you met Tim, he was the God's gift to earth. We've all said it. We've all done it. just not in
1: print. That's not even the worst part. The interview continues. And the interviewer says, like, what do you think a relationship will be like with Tom when the honeymoon period is over? It'll never be over. Tom and I will always be in the honeymoon. Phase. Oh
2: my God, I can't believe oh. she said it.
1: I can't believe she said it. <sighs> I mean,
0: okay, wasn't she, can we also, what was the age difference? I know it wasn't like shocking, okay, so but it was big. Okay, it, it was, she was, oh, hang on. She think. was like, well, she was around my age, so like she was about like 24. She was 26. Oh, she he was, was 43. He was 43. He was okay, 43. Okay, wow. Yeah, it is quite and shocking.
1: So this is how sort of the Jessica Rodriguez is sort of like influencing the interview. She chimes in only to offer an amen following one of Holmes's rhapsodies. You adore him, Rodriguez says, after the actress explains that she can't keep her hands off Cruz. Then the interviewer says, why? Like you're being very public. Do you worry that maybe you're being too public this early on in your relationship? Rodriguez says and why can't they go public like Brad and Angelina that would just be a shame for them right Katie this and is then she's so... up... <laughs> right Katie why can't you be happy right Katie
0: says <laughs> uh-huh i am so happy <laughs> this is terrifying
1: and then so um she's asked is tom putting pressure on her to you know join the scientology religion she says that's really re- ludicrous because I mean you have to know Tom. He's the most loving, generous man. Who first of all oh he my- wants to help people. Gosh. He oh my God. doesn't put pressure on people. He is the kindest, smartest, most adoring man. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be with him. <gasps> what?
2: Who I'm said toxic. that about someone they're dating? I've never.
1: Six weeks.
2: What? What was the? What was the thing she said at the end? Like
1: privileged. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be with him. It's a
2: pleasure and a privilege. Imagine, imagine you go to someone's wedding and they turn to you with like a glassy eyed stare and they're like, I'm so happy. It's such a pleasure and a privilege to be married. You would like rescue them immediately. Come
1: with me, come with me, blink twice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, the best part of this interview hasn't even happened yet. Oh my God. So I'll just finish. As if that wasn't already perfectly clear, just then a security guard (sighs) lumbers into the dressing room and presents Holmes with a giant silver box tied in a thick purple ribbon. A small crowd gathers to watch her gleefully tear open the package and pluck out a Chanel diamond necklace, a gift naturally from Cruise. He's my man, he's my man, she screams then jumps up on her chair to do an impression of her fiancé's now famous sofa stick from Oprah. (laughs) People began to cheer. I can do splits too, Holmes says, jumping up and down, splaying herself across the floor. Oh my god. I would literally <laughs> scoop
0: her up and run. <laughs> that
1: oh my god. Is crackers. Um, and <gasps> so why should just need to like we they haven't even got engaged yet. Just okay. up where
0: we are. Okay, sorry, yeah. Speed through it. <laughs> I mean the whole thing is last I mean they're engaged like the next day, right?
1: <laughs> that so, was pretty fast. They get engaged June two thousand and five, seven weeks after meeting. Seven weeks. So mm-hmm. how does Tom Cruise get engaged? Well, I'll tell you how he'd get engaged. He proposed at the Eiffel Tower, oh. presenting Holmes with a five-carat yellow solitaire diamond ring and recited a two-page poem he had written. He wrote the poem? He wrote the poem. Okay, that I'm
0: surprised oh. about. So far, everything he's done has been unbelievably unoriginal and cliche and taken from something. So if he actually wrote a What poem... was the
2: poem? Like, roses are red. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Two pages of that again and again and again <laughs> roses are red, violets are blue do you love me? I love you roses are red, violets are blue <laughs> it says that again for two pages
1: so Cruz arranges a press conference to tell everybody the news, Holmes says at the press conference sometimes dreams do come true Then she says, like, wow, when Tom calls for me, I'm coming. I miss him right now. And it's only been like one hour. Oh,
0: my God. She is. Imagine being her friend through all this. She is just on cloud
1: nine. Very quickly afterwards, uh, Katie gets pregnant and Suri is born on April 18, 2006. The exact anniversary of their first date.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Aww. Aww.
0: That Veneti Fair cover, that was one of the best looking babies I've ever seen. Do you remember it, George?
2: Yeah, that was incredible. That
0: iconic cover, yeah. that baby, Suri Cruz. oh.
1: So when Katie was pregnant, it was reported that, uh, well, it's not reported, they said to themselves, Tom Cruise bought an ultrasound machine to have in their house. <sighs> and doctors criticized him because he said that's actually very dangerous because you shouldn't just, it's not a reckless... You shouldn't be reckless around. Oh you know, my very god!
0: Serious he medical. Was doing DIY ultrasounds at home.
2: <laughs> what?
1: Fucking hell. Okay. So we're going to the big wedding. So this wedding was epic. November eighteenth, oh, Holmes yeah. and Cruz were married in a Scientology ceremony at a fifteenth-century castle in Italy. Touches. Everybody was there, apart from who? Who was not there?
2: David Miscavige.
1: Well, so Shelly Miscavige was not there. Also, it was the first time she was noted as being um, absent from somewhere she should be or would usually be. But more pertinently, Katie Holmes's parents. Oh. Really? Wow. They did not go to the wedding oh, ceremony. Her poor but the don't Ohio worry. The Ohio family. Who, who I hope is a friend of the podcast. Our reliable, intrepid reporter, Leah Remini, is there. Of course, she
0: was. Leah was
1: there. Did so she? So she says she was only invited on the condition that she brought along J-Lo and Mark Anthony. Did she? Yeah, she did. She brought along J-Lo and Mark Anthony. But J-Lo was
0: there. That's J-Lo out.
1: was there. Now we got a fun wedding in her hands. So according to Leah, they kept trying to separate J-Lo and her at the wedding ceremony. But they were having none of it. Katie left Tom standing at the altar for at least 20 minutes. So, apparently, Ooh. Tom was stood there with a giant grin on his face, and, oh. and then everybody was like really awkward. And at one stage, J Lo leaned over and said to Leah, "Do you think she's coming?" <laughs> imagine just
0: oh. imagine Tom Cruise's grin—you can just picture it. Him, and oh it. it's fine, God. guys. Oh, it's yeah, guys, it's fine. No problem. They're following him And his you know white knuckled fist just because he's like got enraged.
1: Two other highlights yeah. from it this is part of the um, the vows that Tom had to say as part of the Scientology religion. Uh, when you get married, girls need clothes and food, tender happiness and frills, a comb, a pan and a cat. <laughs> what? That's part of the Scientology wedding vows. <laughs>
2: What's the <laughs> Those are the those are the like standard Scientology yes. wedding vows. That's yes. just what people say. Love,
1: honor, and obey. A panacoma cat.
2: <laughs> a panacoma cat.
0: Well, I mean, I I, I wouldn't turn it down. I like all of those things. <laughs> yes. Do you boys not need food and clothes? No.
1: Girls need tender no. happiness and frills. Okay. And that's frills, not I'm not an English person saying thrills. Yeah, that's frills. frills. Little frills on your. Dro- I mean, they are cute.
2: Frills. <laughs>
1: At the wedding ceremony, Tom Cruise performs for his new bride. You've lost that loving feeling. Of course he does.
0: He means the classics. And once again, he can't think of anything himself. <laughs> he just takes it off. Now he's, now he's gone down to do, doing stuff from his own movies. He's, the well's running dry. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a
2: weird song to sing at your wedding, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. It, the whole, it works in a film as a funny bit you do to get girls at a bar, but once you're at a wedding, it's like, yeah, this song's about someone who's
1: not into you anymore. <laughs> it's
0: just yeah, worked on.
1: <laughs> so now they're officially married, and. You would think, you know, think of what it's, you know, marriage to Tom Cruise has done for other women's careers. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be having the same effect on Katie's career. So because of sort of the brand management of being married to Tom Cruise, loads of films that she had lined up and now no longer deemed appropriate. So she's she steps out of loads of really exciting projects she was supposed to be part of. And apparently she becomes quickly quite frustrated with, her career because tom's career is just like carrying on as normal but katie he, because she was like this ingenue you know a, a star of this teen show and now she kind of has sort of people sort of think there's something odd about this relationship it's mm. sort of, and they it's it doesn't help her career the way that maybe you would assume it would
0: yeah, she did so, kind of come of a cultural, it was a lot of, you think of all the TV shows like South Park and Family Gun, all they're always doing jokes about mm-hmm. her escaping, or being in a cell and stuff. So you couldn't really think of her maybe as being anyone else, I guess.
2: Yeah, and we'd already seen it kind of unfold once with Nicole Kidman as well. So it was all, it was a little bit like, it wasn't this like first relationship of Tom Cruise and Yeah, no, it was just looking a lot more like you were watching a story unfold that you knew was going to end badly.
0: Yeah, and meanwhile, his career, this was him in his big Mission Impossible phase, wasn't it? So he was kind of pretty easy, easy flow in there. It was pretty simple for him to keep that up. Well,
1: 2012, Cruise gets blindsided by some news. Katie wants a divorce. So there are reports of disposable cell phones, fired security staff, and publicist, a secretly rented apartment in a strategic jurisdiction. Holmes waited till he was in Iceland, then phoned him with the announcement and r- was reported unwilling to reconsider. Katie wouldn't speak to her husband again, instead making him deal directly with her father, who is, let's remind ourselves, a
0: lawyer. A, a, divorce, di- a lawyer. divorce lawyer. A divorce lawyer. Now,
1: weirdly enough, she was 33, the exact same age, Nicole, and Mimi Rogers were when they got divorced to in Tom Really? Yeah. Did you know that,
0: George?
2: Yeah. I knew that, yeah.
1: I did not know yeah. that. Oh my goodness.
2: I really remember this whole saga unfolding because I, I remember there was like, it was very like a military operation. Was it? it was like a sting operation from her, it felt like it was le- like kind of led by her dad to just mm-hmm. get Katie out of LA. And I feel like she was almost like just bundled off to New York really quickly. Oh my God, and then, I didn't know that. And then it was like, we just didn't hear from her for ages. And it was, that was the most exciting time. I mean, I quit my job, I quit everything.
0: <laughs> To watch and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> to tell your landlord, I'm sorry, I can't pay rent this month, but I'm I think I know where hall is might be. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like, do you think, like in my mind, like a few years into their relationship, or how long was their marriage together? It was not that short. What was it? Nine? Like
2: cal- five and a half
0: years. Five and or a half years. Is that right, Grania? Twenty twelve minus two thousand and five. Yeah, so, so yeah, about six, well, six six and a half years then. Okay. So yeah. I imagine that in my mind, that means like year six or something, Katie was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, but hadn't like spoken to her family in years and, you know, had to make contact covertly somehow. And then like her, once her father realized, oh my God, you don't want to be this anymore. He just put the wheels in motion, like you say, just got her the hell out of there and then hid her somewhere in a camp, in like a cabin somewhere under like a... It seems very like in a movie somewhere. She was hidden somewhere in a cabin cab in Colorado and no one knew, no one knew. She, she only had a burner phone that was just in line just to him and that was it. The only, the only person who knew where she was was, oddly enough, George Hayworth, who was in London at the time. And he knew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so George, you know, Tom, he seems like a very intense person. He seems like if he wants to commit to something, he'll make it work. Keiji seemed to really adore him. Why do you think those two crazy cats couldn't make it work?
2: Oh God, I guess they just had, had different different goals in life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she, he wanted he wanted the love of of a, of an immortal um, kind of quasi science sort of god.
1: So after the split, Katie, you know, she's much more low profile. She is in a relationship for a while with Jamie Fox. From 2013 to 2019, then they split up and then she was until recently dating celebrity chef Emilio Vitola
0: Jr. That's right. Oh, she was just seen with someone recently. She's seen some young... I know he's younger than her. I think she's like 43. I think he's... Thir- I think he's 33. I think he's 33. <gasps> I swear to God, he's 33. Okay. <laughs> I've totally forgotten his name. He's something like the second or the third or something. And she's dating. she's dating a new guy. She's got a new young young hot whipper snapper at her heel, so
2: Oh good for you Katie. So, yeah she's got I'm someone new her. in her
0: life, yeah. But they
1: were, what, they they're they were smooching in, in the streets. Although he's been sort of like very loosely connected to the various co stars over the years, that's sort of the last celebrity yeah. romance Tom Cruise has had. He flew too close to the celebrity sun, and now he's too scared to try and flap his wings again.
0: It does feel like it, yeah. Do you? Is there any hint? Did you find anything of hints of him dating anyone at all? Was it just totally. It was all just
1: actresses that he would appeared in films, yeah. With like which Haley is all bullshit, Atwell yeah, and stuff like that. Which I don't really believe. So oh,
2: when he's you... kind of got a Vladimir Putin quality to him, yeah. Just like...
1: Unlucky in love.
2: Unlucky in love.
1: <laughs> Eternal bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> so, George, I think it's time that we, we pose the big question of the podcast, the reason why we're all here. You know, we look at the sad, broken story of a love that burned brightly and then was gone too soon, Casey Holmes and Tom Cruise. But after the split, who do you think thrived and who simply survived?
2: Do you know what? I'm going to say that Katie thrived. I think Katie thrived. Uh, I think Tom, you know, his career's done things it's it's really maintained he is one of those stars that has really maintained his box office cachet he's done his his thing but he was doing that before so i think he survived i think he just kept going um but katie for me she is the she is the kind of success story of this thing she she reclaimed herself she reclaimed her independence and i feel like suri also kind of also thrived mm. because i feel like she hasn't they, she, she's kind of been pretty much kept out of the mm. well she's kept herself out of the limelight now because she's like well 15 or 16. Yeah, she's, right? yeah. she's not sort of super playing the celebrity no. kid game.
0: And also, it's funny you say when Tom has maintained his career, but it's also, he's just kind of accepted a certain place in Hollywood that I don't feel like. That there was a time there when, like, an Oscar was was in, within his grasp, and I feel like that's never happening again. Like, he's not.
2: No, I mean, I, I'm so interested in this in this news that he can sing and dance because I mean, he should just be on Broadway. He could get himself a Tony at least. He'll never be an egot, but that's you know, so he could tr- get it. He could get something. Could. I want to see Tom. I want to see Tom happy, and I want to see Tom with an award in it. So
0: time. you want yeah. him to be? You want him to thrive
1: as well.
2: I do. You know, I do as well. They both, a soft spot both for suffered. Uh huh.
1: I just I think we're about to I think there's still time for the renaissance of Katie Holmes. I think she's she all oh, she like a nice prestige drama Could be just around the corner. She's oh, and yeah. en- she's entering her diva hood. Their mid forties are beckoning. She in. needs to write big think, little lies. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time for our second final, our second final question, our final final, our final question. final final question,
0: off the topic of Tom Cat altogether. We leave them in the rearview mirror as we ask you, George, the question we ask all our guests. There's a certain lady out there who we love to pieces. We don't think that she needs someone. We just maintain that she deserves to be loved. So put your thinking cap on. Can you think of anyone that would be a good match for the one, the only, the unbelievably single Cher?
2: Oh, God, Sha. She... <laughs> She needs, she needs full love. Well, you know what? I actually went to, to see Sharon Vegas a few years. Oh, ago here we go! And she was incredible. And uh we got a limo from uh, our hotel, three doors down the road, down the strip to the venue. Very Tom staying. Cruise first uh, day Very, very <laughs> Tom Cruise first day. I mean, to, actually, going back to Tom Cruise, I feel like he, you know he and I could do very well together. Like I would appreciate the chocolate boxes. I'd appreciate the limo. Yes.
0: You know?
2: But anyway, <laughs> that's the side note. But you know what? I really got from Cher on stage was. A really strong, I don't know if, I don't know if people are going to know this performer, but um, David Hoyle, the Divine David, he's a Manchester-based performer. He had a TV show, The Divine David. I love him to bits. He's be incredible. <laughs> Cher gave me such strong David Hoyle vibes on stage. She was tr- speaking the truth. She was playing with the tech guys. She kept standing in the wrong spotlight. She was really like messing with really? the
0: Really? Very meta.
2: David and Cher to oh. be a good couple that's probably a little niche because a lot of people are not going to know who David is but that's a good opportunity to look him exactly, up
0: exactly exactly we always say it. go with your gut and I, I, we, yeah. need some, we brought you on for a niche art viewpoint yeah. that's what we wanted you know we, yeah. we, 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 didn't, oh, absolutely.
1: we didn't bring you on niche, for the mainstream viewpoint. We didn't, we, want wanted wanted right. we didn't want you to patronise us we didn't want you to look down and say oh I don't know Zach Efron we wanted yeah. you <laughs> we wanted the Soho drag queen perspective that's what we're after
2: Ah, you go you got it exactly
0: <laughs>
1: I love it! What a good one! Excellent stuff. And um, George, where can our listeners, friends, and family find what you're up to, share what you're working on?
2: They can go to uh, the Twitter account of Borgo Maurice or the Instagram account, uh, which is uh, at Borg Maurice. Because no one can spell bourgeois um, And <laughs> if they If they like going into live venues They can see us uh, We'll be on tour around the UK Over the rest of the year We're in Manchester and uh, Belfast and places All over the place
0: Lovely Love Amazing. it Amazing Well thank you so much for coming on today I really That was a Thanks great Thanks for
1: having couple. me I loved thank it Thank you And thank send you. your heart-shaped chocolate boxes <laughs> To <laughs> venues around the country <laughs>
0: The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda
1: Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com
0: or find us on Twitter
1: at thewaytheywerepod and on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks so much to Audio Boom for hosting and thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye! Goodbye!